kind of. We'll get there. Holy crapola. <laughs> yep. It's all right. There's no agenda tonight. So if you're here with us at all, we're all excited about it. Oh, good grief. Okay. There we go. Look at this. I can go anywhere. Uh, and I'm over here now. Uh, good evening. Welcome back to the uh, Cars and Comedy Show. You're here in our dining room. Actually, you're in our kitchen. I'm in our dining room. Actually, Nicole's in our dining room. What's going on here? Uh, there she is. Welcome back. Uh, it is the Cars and Comedy Show. We're in the late night playset, and we're playing it a little loose. Jay Ryan here. You've clicked us on a good night. It's Thursday at 5 o'clock. We've got uh, the Instagram audience joining us now. We've got uh, Canada Mike up there doing his thing. And the rest is going to be whatever the heck we feel like. Because <laughs> it's another winged show. Uh, we intentionally did not book a guest this evening. We have been so lucky with guests lately. The last few shows have been so good because our guests have been so interesting. <laughs> not because of us. Uh, uh, so so as, soon as, you're, as soon as you've had enough of this episode, go back and watch some of those uh, recent ones. Christian James Hamm was incredible, and uh, uh, the Fireball Tim and, and uh, Rob Paulson one were great. But uh, this evening, we are just winging it, hanging out with you. So if, there, uh, if you have suggestions, if, you have, uh, if you've had comments you've been hanging on to for a while, if you have anything you want to talk about, <laughs> just exploring the space. <laughs> anything you want to talk about. <laughs> We are going to be talking about it. Uh, Canada Mike up there. How are you, sir? I'm fantastic. And Coolio is awesome, Leo. Say it again. What? I say Coolio is awesome, Leo. Oh, I like uh, Coolio. Wow, that's a, see? Yeah. It's weird. Do you sit on these things? Do you, that was before the show started. Nobody knows what you're talking about. <laughs> It was it, the Instagram audience would know what the show. Oh, what, what I see. About. So we have to decide what show we're playing to. Because I'm over here talking to YouTube, and then you're doing a show up there for Instagram in Canada. So which it's fun to mix <laughs> it up sometimes. <laughs> and then, if I'm not mistaken, you're going to start adding Twitch soon too. So I can't even imagine what the hell's all going to happen. Uh, anyway, let's start the show, shall we? We got uh, Mrs. Ryan's in here. I'm just going to walk around for a bit because why the hell not? Um. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, we got Mike up there, and uh, the, tonight might be the night I lose it. So, stay tuned for that. Take it away, Will.
too. Welcome back. It's September. Everything's different in here. Everything's exactly the same, yet it's different. Um, tonight might be the night I lose it. I already told you that. Happy day to everyone. Uh, everything's fine and, and well and good. It's We didn't get to share with the... Uh, hello, everybody. Hello. Welcome back. Hello, Instagram. Hello. Hello, hello. Jeff Swartz here. Hello, Jeff Swartz. Forgive us. We're getting our shit together. What else is new? Um, <clears throat> We shared with our, our, our in-studio guests yesterday, but I don't think we actually got to share it with the Instagram audience. Uh, we're in the middle of an iOS update, which is, you know, good in the long run. But right now it sucks. Yeah. It sucks because I, uh, I saw that there was – whatever, it doesn't matter. But you, I, I typically I've learned this lesson already, and, and I want to uh, um, wait till the iOS comes out and then wait till Switcher, our broadcast software here, updates their app for the thing. And, oh, I thought I did. I thought I did. I think I did. I did. <laughs> Here's the issue. iOS 16 only came out for the iPhones. It didn't come out for the iPad. So our iPad, the update for that is 15.7, and it's not talking to <laughs> all the, the cameras in the room. So I have to, I had to put them in individually by IP address, which doesn't sound like a big deal, but it's just too much for my brain, and it's a lot to handle. It's a lot. Um, so we're, we're held together by spit glue and maybe a couple rubber bands tonight. <clears throat> And that's what we've got going on here. Mrs. Ryan's got the uh, the Tradecraft Farm. She's going to hit that. Also, those guys are coming up to GVPC tomorrow with another care package for you. So. Oh, good. But enjoy this in the meantime, please. Um, and tonight we are just catching up with the audience. It has been a while since we've done this. We've had such fucking really great guests. Excuse my language. We've been so lucky with great guests lately and uh, the live show and everything else that uh, we felt it was time to do a catch-in, catch-up, check-in. See you in the check-in. Uh, it's been a day. So here's what else I did today. And I'll tell you about the iPhone stuff in a few minutes. We'll get it. So even on the card, and we'll talk about it. Oh, God. This is, why, this is why I'm a little out of sorts more than usual. Do you ever, especially people with technical stuff, do you ever, you try to do something good to try to be, like, preventative or whatever? You just, you're working on something good, and you think, oh, I'll get ahead by just doing this one little thing. And my God, you make one little mistake or whatever, and it just, it ends up being the only thing you handle for the rest of the day. It, one little thing to get ahead becomes like three steps behind. I accidentally deleted our, uh, I don't know what I did. I didn't delete the whole media server because all of the movies and TV shows are there. But I accidentally deleted the library, which means, Ooh. which, <laughs> which means we still have all of our content. Except it's all in one big box now called a computer instead of being listed by show and by season that's and by crazy. all that crap. We have so much out. That's a lot. I'm aware. So it's, it's been a process of literally just trying to kind of put it in one plate. You know, 
you start the iTunes again and you start a new iTunes library and you drag everything in, but now it's whatever. So <laughs> just doing one little thing earlier, it turned into like, oh, my next four hours are doing that. And <sighs> it's just a real bummer because everything was fine. I was just trying to make it better. Look what I did. You know what? Watching too much home improvement. Not going to do it. Yeah. We're watching Home Improvement. It's on Hulu right now. The old the show from the '90s. Tim Allen. Neither one of us really enjoyed it at the time. I find it very entertaining now. Yeah. But there's this common thread here. Like he's always just trying to. Oh, I'll just make the dishwasher better. Oh, I'll just make your vacuum clean. More power. More power. And every time he screws it up. Yeah. Jay, the tech man, Ryan. Uh, I told you Thursday, September fifteenth. Did I tell you that? It is. The whole thing's a mess. We're hanging in there. We'll, we'll get through this. We'll do this. It's, it's going to be okay. There's no show tonight. That's the good news. That's the, we're not beholden to anybody except for the audience who's going to tell us, well, we don't like this. <laughs> Maybe less of this. Great. Maybe I like this. Maybe it'll be more of this. <laughs> All right. Let's do the business first off. Let's see. Uh, thank you to our friends at the Marconi Automotive Museum. Um, I got a message both, uh uh-oh, low battery. God damn, I don't understand how anything works. Everything's consistently plugged in, yet sometimes it'll just stop charging. So I have to unplug it and turn the thing around. Lightning, by the way, they're not, they should be the same. Wait, it doesn't want to go back in. There we go. Sorry, Instagram. (laughs) I know, there's so much stuff going on, and yet nothing at the same time. Uh, Canada Mike, I'll say hello to you. How are you up there, buddy? Greeting and salutations to my friends down there. Uh, Mercury is in retrograde, and you can tell that is in full effect. Yeah, you yeah. know what? There's that, uh, and that started, started on, the I think, on the the ninth. Although I had some kerfuffle like two weeks ago, and you told me it started then, so you're no longer a credible source. It did source then for me. too. There was a yeah. There was another. <laughs> oh, maybe I was wrong. Shadow, shadow period. So it's a oh, he's time. got. He's right. There's a shadow. Period. He's not wrong, but he's not. Accurate necessarily. It, okay. Shadow period. That's exactly what it was. Yes. Yeah. It's the first time through everything, and then we go back through stuff and revisit. Yeah. That's it. See, I didn't know how to explain that page. until you just said that. I didn't know ever know how to explain that, but that's exactly it. Yep. Is it the equivalent of the cusp? Is it like a cusp? No. Okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Not like that at all. Okay, well, thanks to our friends at the Marconi Automotive Museum. Um, uh, That's what we were doing. Yeah, let's just do a couple bit of business, and then we'll talk to Mike and the Letterman podcast and everything else. Um, All right, yeah, this is great. Oh, well, yeah, and then I'll tell – well, we've had some promotions around the studio here, so I don't – maybe we'll talk about that in a few minutes because I'm talking to Will now. Will's on camera one now, everybody. Congratulations, Will. Again, it's the iOS. Less less to do than actually Will – Whatever. Thanks to our friends at the Marconi Automotive Museum. I keep getting messages from uh, from John Marconi text, and then uh, Monique sends an email, and they're generally about the same thing. So they must talk, and then they both think, oh, well, I, I'll reach out to them, and they – whatever. Um, we should have some exciting news about the Live at the Marconi event uh, soon when the Marconis come back. And I, I think they're – I don't know if I should tell you. I think they're going to present a big old check. <laughs> I don't know. One of those big, like, game show checks. <laughs> 
Yeah. All right. Uh, so thanks to them. Uh, Letterman Podcast. Let's see. Uh, buddy, you've had some great guests uh, lately, and your, your most recent one with Casey St. Ange uh, is great. What else? What do we have coming up this week starting tomorrow? Uh, we actually had after Casey on uh, Monday night, we had the Bathtubs Over Broadway um, super I know, fantastic. I know, happy I know, show I know, but that's not the Letterman podcast. That is a bonus episode. So I'm asking you who's on tomorrow. <laughs> who's on tomorrow? I'm sorry, who's man. On- I, I hate I hate to be the guy that argues. But if you look at the listing of the table of contents of the Letterman podcast, they are in order. And the bonus episodes are actual episodes. So oh, so dropped. so then they're not bonus episodes if they're actual episodes. Correct. A bonus episode means that we're going to drop another episode in a, in a in a week. Instead of going weekly, we will drop an extra episode. But it is very much an episode as well. Ah, so I misunderstood what you've been doing all this time. I thought you had a. <laughs> yes, you have. I thought we had. <laughs> I thought we. I thought you had a day that you sh- air shows. Every Friday, a new show airs, but sometimes a bonus episode will also air between Fridays. I see. I see. So it's just our terminology that's different. In the business, a bonus episode would not... It would be it would be It'd something be di- be extra. Add on to the season. Like his uh, the the your your what you do is the um, what do you do the ones that it's a recap of the Letterman shows. The post mortem episodes will always be outside of the Friday to Friday unless we get ourselves into a pinch. Yes, usually uh. the episodes that are extra episodes thrown in are ones that specialize on a certain topic and the bathtubs episode certainly fits that criteria but it is yeah, still you, you kind of stayed the whole episode. time on the yeah right yeah okay so i misunderstood so everyone else probably understands just fine and i'm just behind <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, well, anyway the, the the episodes have been great the viewership's great get on board go watch the letterman podcast uh <laughs> And tomorrow, you ask. Have, have we gotten episode. an answer to the question Jay asked about yes. five minutes ago? <laughs> Who's on tomorrow? Sorry about that. Show. Tomorrow's episode uh, is George Swartz. Uh, George worked for CBS for 50 years. For 30 of those years, he headed up their entire marketing of the entire network. Whoa. And he and I uh, went really you know? deep. No. Okay. When he retired, a Variety did a two-page spread on him. He just retired in 2020 after 50 years. And uh, we went very deep on The Late Show, but uh, particularly because it was just the anniversary of when Dave started uh, over at CBS. Right. We focused right. a lot of time on that opening, but we did talk about times through the entire era as well and other <laughs> CBS shows as well. Because he was there for the whole run of Dave, but then also, I mean, if he was there 50 years, how far does that go back? Well before, what, like 60s? we, uh, I did a Q&A 70s. with him where, oh, go ahead. No, no, I'm, I'm just trying to think, does that go back to like he started in the 70s there? So CBS programming yeah. in the 70s? Yeah, wow. we, we talked Dukes of Hazard a little bit. We talked Jake and the Fat Man. We talked a little Simon and Simon. We so, we talked about uh, quite a few CBS properties as well in the show, but it was mostly Letterman-centric. 100% everything we grew up with from CBS yeah. he would have been part of. That's Very inc- much so. To, that's incredible. That's incredible. Uh, that sounds like it'll be a great show. So check it out tomorrow morning at 8 o'clock. Is that right? 8 a.m.? Uh, yeah, f- uh, 6 o'clock uh, Western a.m. and then 9 o'clock Eastern is when it drops. Six and nine. Got it. 
depending on your time zone. Awesome. Letterman podcast. Um, okay. Jeez. Well, Christ. I managed that. We did all that. We sandwiched it into the business. That was like a donut spot. I like it. Um, Tom Dreesen did his thing, so I don't need to tell you about that anymore. We still love our friends at the Hello Deli, so of course, uh, support uh, our friends at the Hello Deli by going to your only source for officially licensed Late Show with David Letterman Merge. They officially sponsor his podcast, but yeah. Rupert sends us stuff, and he's just so great that I want to love him. Part of our whole thing, like yeah, yeah, it, it's all you. part of the family, all in the family. So <laughs> hey, another CBS. Uh, whatever. Um, I think that was ABC. Uh, St. Clair Insurance, read card. St. Clair Insurance, read card. St. Clair Insurance, read card. You wouldn't think I would need this card at this point. I can recite the rules from Double Dare from Heart, but I need this card for the St. Clair Insurance spot. I'm going to ask you a question, and if you don't know the answer or think the other team doesn't have a clue, you can dare them to answer it for double the dollars. <laughs> but be careful, because they can always double dare you back for twice the amount, and then you either have to answer that question, or uh, maybe it's four times the bucks, and then you either have to answer that question or take the physical challenge. <laughs> now do password! <laughs> the board goes back. The password is... Now do tic-tac-doe! <laughs> I don't know that one. I don't know that one. I, right. I remember that one, but I don't. I don't know that. Wink one. Martindale. Was it? Wink I, uh, Martindale. Wink. Uh, Wink was a little too game showy for me. I was into. Oh yeah, like, Chuck's uh, my boy. I like the uh, Alex Trebek concentration quite a bit. I enjoyed that a lot because it was a you know it was the puzzles and my brain likes the puzzles plus car keys, <laughs> puzzles and car keys because then you get a car key and you go try to start the car and if you're lucky it starts the car otherwise you get that. <laughs> They say all which separates men and boys is the coverage for their toys. What types of toys are we talking about today, Mrs. Ryan? Sometimes cards and collectors. Uh, Absolutely. Anything which is insurable, but especially those collectibles, especially those high dollar, high ticket, high value collectibles. Uh, licensed in most states, St. Clair Insurance Shop's top provider, so you get the best coverage for your toys. All you have to do to check out St. Clair Insurance is get your computer out. Put it on the table, plug it in, get your internet dialed up. Once you've done the... Kids are like, what the hell are they talking about? You go to the www and you get yourself on that World Wide Web. Once you're there, you do the dot coverageforyourtoys.com. 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 While you're there, tell Jeff St. Clair that Nicole says hello because... I cannot. Sometimes she can't. She's got MS. I don't know if you knew that. She looks beautiful, but she's got multiple sclerosis. I have to put her in that chair. You can't believe it. She looks beautiful. Looks like she could run right out of here. I cannot. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's a weird thing to prove, too, because somebody's like, uh, it's a, Big Lebowski, right? Uh, we got a faker here, dude. <laughs> Fine. But everyone who knows me knows I'm real as shit, and this is so embarrassing. You literally yeah. picked me up today. It's called transfer. It's called transfer, and believe it or not, my ex-girlfriend, my ex-fiance, told me how to showed me how to do that. She was an occupational therapist. And it's called transferring. We're gonna have to do a lot more of that. That's I appreciate it, it, and I thank her. Thanks, Robin. <laughs> Robin, why don't you come be a guest on the show? She's the one who always said I wasn't autistic, but even though I'm like, because ah, she worked with autistic Robin, people by trade. Wrong? Um, well, I think we've landed on Asperger's, but now we said we can't say Asperger's anymore because of the, <laughs> the horrible Nazi connotation. So I guess it's Spectrum. ASD. Autism Spectrum Disorder. There it is. 
Though we don't agree with that either because of the disorder element. Don't get Christian Han- James Hand started. Uh, series 1 Films. <clears throat> part of this, this episode has been brought to you in part by Series 1 Films. Series 1 Films is more than just films. They can set you up with effective marketing solutions, like press releases on major news sites. They can scale your rank on Google. And they can produce cinematic content for your automotive brand or business. You can visit them by going to Series1Films.com. 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 And our friend up in Canada will show you that the one is a number one. Roll it, Hal. Singing along to the music while I dial up my iPod here. iPad, iPod, iPad. One of you kids get over here and program my VCR. For real. I'm so impressed. Not impressed. Impressed is the wrong word. I'm so delighted that everything seems to have stayed digitally connected so far. Oh, oh phew. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah. All right. All right. Back to the blue card. When you don't know what to do, go back to the blue card. (laughs) All right. We got the business out of the way. That's the good news. That's the good news. And, and, and we got the Letterman podcast schedule out of the way because I have been obviously misunderstanding that for a while. And then every time I bring it up, he's like, nope, it's this. And I'm like, I I don't. (laughs) And it's not. I want to be very clear. I am acknowledging that it's not. Producer Mike, I am acknowledging that this is a J. Ryan issue. <laughs> I want to make sure that that is 100% clear. Um, it's the autism thing. It's like, oh, but the things have a box, and they go in their box. And now I understand that the boxes were different. Nobody, I mislabeled the boxes. Now that I understand that one concept from experiencing it myself and acknowledging not being in denial no more. You know what it is? And Mike, forgive me, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but let, see if this is, see if you agree here. I think a lot of times when you start a podcast and you do a podcast, you'll try to bank a bunch of episodes so that you have them. He's having no trouble getting guests. So I don't think he's going to run into the problem where a lot of people do where, oh, six weeks from now, we don't have shows He's going to have new shows in six weeks from now, probably too many. So if anything, you might have to go to a two-day-a-week uh, schedule at some point like like we're on. Not, not not like us, but just twice a week. From your lips to God's ears, Jay. Well, can you handle more work? Hopefully I mean, you're already, you're already doing a lot. Just pile it on, man. Let's just see what happens. Let's see how much these shoulders can take. I salute you in that attitude, but I've also been there, and that's the kind of thing that can do to this to somebody. You know what I mean? Make, make sure you're taking your care of yourself you're, and enjoying it you along the way. You seem to all. be more aware and knowledgeable than I ever was. Him. Yeah. Yeah. I have a governor. Oh. Do you? 
And sometimes that governor makes me sit on the uh, couch and watch Netflix in boxer shorts with comic books uh, but is for that, two days I didn't straight. Listen and then to you. you did that for me, but I didn't listen for a long time. But you actually listen to your governor and it works for you. Is that Smart what you're... Smart man. Very yeah. much so, yes. Yeah. And I'm assuming you mean your wife, Candy. No, God, she doesn't. She's like Nicole. She doesn't have a governor. And uh, I oh, do my so very best inside. to try with her. I have a I have a natural governor that says, "Okay, it's time to it's time to uh, let some water back into the sponge. You're dry." That's uh, really good, man. That's very good and yes. healthy. I'm extremely grateful for it. <laughs> did you always have that, or did you work towards it? Uh, no, I I got it when I went uh, through a promotion at my my company, uh, which was a three month insanity heyday of business and just it was crazy and after that i decided that i would listen to this little voice inside my head whenever it said anything i would listen to it and uh it's been that's been 12 years since that holy happened. So, crap yeah. well jesus that's a really yeah. good thing because i think a lot of us don't uh make time for ourselves just in general agreed it's rough world the world is too busy and you know especially if you're like you where you're opportunistic isn't the right word but you're driven and you're motivated and you've got very intense goals that you're trying to achieve um it's it's hard to make yourself lay on the couch and watch a movie sometime or go to bed early or shut your computer or put your phone down or whatever all the things that it used to be just come home from work. Nowadays, work is on every device, on every fucking thing, in your face at it, all times. It's a weird discipline you don't think about until it becomes important. But it's it is a discipline. super important. Well said. It is a discipline. Anyway. <laughs> this is what we're doing. Uh, it's Salute Your Friends Night. <laughs> Remember that show, Salute Your Shorts? I was just yeah, thinking about it. Nickelodeon's been in our life a lot lately. Forget Double Dare. Um, just thinking about that show. That guest that was here the other day, well, I mean, Fireball Tim is who we booked, but he brought Rob Paulson. Rob Paulson was incredibly interesting, yeah. and I don't think we got to any of it. I asked about five of the 500 credits he's got, 564 credits. I don't know. I've um, learned more about him since he was here. I followed him on all his stuff now. Me too. Yeah. He's fascinating. And a very lovely guy. Um, viewer mail? Viewer mail? Please. Viewer mail. St. <laughs> Clair Insurance whip, is here and wearing their GVBC shirt right now. The orange whip. Oh, yeah, look at us. We are, but we don't usually do that. I didn't pay attention when I was picking you up to put you in the chair. Hey, go change your shirt. <laughs> I'm unavailable. Oh, it's so great. All right. This is a gift from our buddy uh, Frank. He's setting us up with Hot Wheels now. This is a... Some concept of a new Knight Rider. It's got the old logo, but it's some concept of a new oh car. I don't know, but you know how he goes, you don't have these? You don't collect them? I go, no, people give them to us. He goes, okay, well, you're on the list. And he goes, it's first of many. I'm like, oh, gosh, all right. You know, he had to sign the, uh, the Ghostbuster and the DeLorean thing, Sean. So great. Thank you, Frank. Love it. Love the gift and, and, and that you ask us to. Uh, St. Clair Insurance says he's got his GVB shirt, shirt on too. Man, you missed a hilarious commercial for St. Clair Insurance earlier. Hope you, uh, hope you watch that later. Now this is some lovely stuff that's for the missus, but I'm showing it on the show here. This is a lovely care package from our friends Tom and Jeannie, who were in Hawaii a couple weeks ago, I guess, and they brought you back some lovely stuff. Macadamia pancake mix. 
uh, Lily Koi corn muffin mix, and a little bit of uh, dark wood Big Island coffee roast. Oh, they were on the Big Island. That's right. We're, we usually it's a we're used to a different place. <laughs> What's the place I'm thinking of? Why? No, I know. <laughs> Oh, that's right, dear. Correct. Yes. No. What is the um, uh, the coffee roaster that's on Kauai? Oh. It's different. It's not this one because it's this. It's no, the, but now it's totally. It's, it's the famous it. Hawaiian one that everybody buys in the grocery store. It just happens to be that's right. where it's. Uh, I can't think of it. I feel so embarrassed. Oh, well. It's anyway, this is from the Big Island. Out of my head. And this is more important because it's here today. <laughs> Thank you, Tom and Jeannie. Thank you. You guys need a cartoon. Tom and Jeannie. And the latest edition, the latest ver the, the frickin' uh, <laughs> this new... <laughs> what we have here, folks, <laughs> this is the latest uh, issue of Avance, the, uh, the official uh, magazine of Avance, uh, the membership uh, car uh, magazine and membership program. Oh, shit, there's some DeLorean shit in here, too. God damn it. Just, I didn't know that. Oh, man. All right, well... <laughs> Did I mention it's wing at night? And then nothing. This is there's nothing official about this show. What the hell? Oh, boy, that's it. Boy, can this guy spot shapes and sizes or what? This is the only picture in here that's got a DeLorean in it. But I saw it. <laughs> Hilarious. Anyway, the latest edition. Uh, <laughs> what am I trying to say? Latest issue is out now. Get it from Avant. Join the membership program. It's great. I'll, while you're at it, this isn't, I mean, it's Plug City. Get yourself a Motoring Club membership, too, because we are huge fans of those guys. They got a magazine, too. Um, Michael's spot, yeah. Say it again? Michael's spot. Michael oh. is the owner. Yeah, exactly. You're exactly right. Um, Love that guy. Okay, so there's that. Now we'll talk about, talk about this. The new uh, iPhones, the iPhone 14. Mike, you got... Oh, look at that. We got a visitor here. Hello. Okay. Say hi, Laura. Hi. Hi, hi. sweetie. <laughs> I know. We're just looking at you. I know. I, she's waiting for us to do something, but we stopped to look at her. That's so sweet. That's so cool. Goodbye, I, my it, love. Forever surprises me that he's old enough to have a grandkid. Um, and that she's that much of a little person already because she's growing up very quickly. Um, okay, iPhone 14. So you just got a new iPhone. It's the 13 because you got yours through a, a program and whatever. But the new 14 comes out tomorrow. And uh, this is the first new phone I've ordered in a while because we were eligible for the upgrade. So it was no price increase. And because I was able to trade in one of our old iPhones, it was actually lowers the, the bill. Uh, the monthly bill because like Whoa. the whatever the iPhone rental payment plan whatever gets dropped by for whatever that doesn't matter anyway I actually pre-ordered the iPhone which I haven't done in like five or six years so that's coming tomorrow and with that here's the case that's ready to go on it I am so ready to go here ta-da sure I'm ready you bet I am <laughs> with that some promotions around the studio. Will on camera three has moved to Will on camera one. Hello, Will. You're doing a great job. With that, 
Hank, who used to be on camera four over there, Hank has been promoted to camera two. Hello, Hank. You're doing a great job again. Now, you might notice our main camera here. Now we have the ability to go really wide, which is nice, except I can't do it now. You could see it at some point. And then, I think, I don't know that we'll ever need this, but we can do this. We really need room. Whoa! That's if we really need room in here. <laughs> I know it doesn't mean anything to you guys. So here is uh, the crux of it. Every time they update something, the old shit doesn't work. <laughs> so this used to be, uh, uh, here's a call for iPhones, folks. It used to be iPhone 10 or newer. We are now at iPhone 11 or newer. And it really helps to have a pro model. <laughs> so if anybody happens to be upgrading to the iPhone 14 and they're not trading in their phone, although they probably are, if they're not, if for some reason your phone's going to end up in a drawer and not to a family member, like I'm not asking you to not give it to somebody else, but if you've got one or you will soon that's not going anywhere, we'll take it. We'll take it. I mean, I'll, I'll buy it. Uh, whatever. We, we just need some new uh, iPhones. Again. Enough is enough is enough is enough. Yeah. It, it is what it is. I, I mean, the iPhones we're talking about are five years old. It's not like, uh, or maybe three or four years old. Is what it is. I guess it's understandable that they wouldn't. Uh, it's a great support. attitude, but it's time to elevate. I know what you mean. Yeah. And then the thing is so now, so camera five and camera two and what will be camera three here, but it's, it's not in the right place right now. Then those will be the high, that's my old phone up there in camera three. Jay on camera three. Um, uh, whatever, it should be better all around in here and more comfortable. It's nice. Great. Uh, <laughs> mm, let's cross some stuff off the list. Viewer mail, did it. Hawaiian Hot Wheels, did it. Business, did it. TBT, we got a TBT if we run out of things to talk about, although I don't imagine that'll happen. New iPhone, need more iPhones. And the promotions around the studio. Will and Hank are now two of our main cameras. It's very cool. Oh, can we talk cars for a few minutes? New Mustang got, got leaked, or now it's released officially, but got leaked a little early. What do people think about the new Mustang? I know it seems weird that I'm asking about a Mustang, but I like all cars. I have a gen general interest in all cars. Uh, Mike, do you know anything about the new Mustang? Okay, I just saw it for the first time. And to me, right off the bat, the first thing I thought is it looks a little like an Austin Martin. <laughs> what? I just, I just went and looked at it for the very first time. The yeah. first thing I see is like the roof and everything. It looks a little bit like an Austin Martin. Ah, ah. That's the first impression I got. Um, Johnny Lieberman uh, posted uh, two profile shots, and it looks uh, very much like the Camaro as well, which is interesting, considering that's a direct competitor. I was saying I'm sure they would love the Aston Martin. Uh, it's going to ask you if that was a shot, because his post was funny. Oh, it was a shot. All the Camaro designers jumped in. They were like, we're all laughing. Thank you. I saw, I saw <laughs> that. It was so funny. Uh, I don't disagree with you there. Oh, and the for headlights. a long time, you know, yeah. Ford had an ownership in the, uh, so there was a lot of Ford influence and Aston influence into the Ford. That crazy grill shape that they were using on Tauruses and everything for a while, that was that was straight from Aston. Um, I don't know that I have a problem with it. It looks like something else. My issue is that I don't think it looks as good as the outgoing model, and I think that significantly. I don't like how it got longer and pointier. I don't know. I guess it's maybe a tribute to the, 
the old 60s, like the notchbacks and stuff. I don't know. I don't particularly like it. I definitely don't like it as much as the outgoing model. I think the outgoing model it was better looking. Now, I have a theory on this, though. And <laughs> it'll need somebody like Johnny Lieberman to back me up to see if it's true or not. But, uh, oh, look at you. That's beautiful. Um, so I think the previous Mustang, my complaint with it, it was so good that my complaint with it was, wow, they took a lot of M4 cues off of this to make the Mustang. And that's one of the reasons it was so good looking. Now, and that was the first generation M4, 2015. Now this new one looks like the new M4, which looks like other cars and not the old M4. Looks more like the GTR, for instance, Matt Fair was saying, and I agree with that. So does this Mustang to me. I don't know. I just, uh, it's such a big car for Ford. And I'm not saying they blew it. And I'm not saying they screwed it up. But I definitely don't like it as much. I like the convertible better. Ironically, so did I in the reveal. It yeah. was something about the roof line that I didn't like the roof line, the new roof line. Yeah. Because I agree with you. That convertible looks pretty good. But again, the same thing. That's the best shot. If you look at it from the sides of the back, the, the back gets like pointy and longer. It's weird. Weird. I had just finally, after all those years, become like a Mustang fan again because they were like good cars again. Not again. Right. Good cars, finally. <laughs> it doesn't look, I wouldn't say that's Mustang. To me, it right. doesn't look like it. Yeah, I think they're following some of the future design language that the electric cars are getting and everything. There's definitely a lot of future Ford in it. So, I mean, I think that's probably the point. Um, I don't know. It's just, I don't, I don't think it's as good looking. And that's obviously a total, just an opinion. Haven't driven it. You've said similar things before. Like, move. it's time to move on, baby. Everybody looks, everything looks like everything these days. Right. And I have issues with that too, because in, in my day, things used to look like what they were. And I guess I sound like my grandparents with, in my days, we used our own water fountain. Like, uh, that's the fucking most awful fucking thing you could possibly imagine. And I'm, I guess I'm, I sound like I'm saying that, right? Like, in, in my day, you used to know that was a Mustang. Or an M4, or whatever it happened to be. My complaint is not just sports cars too, because it's like sedans too. Most of the uh, most of the Japanese cars are getting German in their design, which I like a lot of the, the influence, and I guess German from previous generations. And then the German cars for the last few years have had decided influence from Japanese designers, and it's funny because I don't not like Japanese cars, right? I mean, that's a I love. Can't figure out what exactly it is that I don't like about it, other than everything everywhere all at once. <laughs> What makes your car special to me? Now that every car is exactly the same, they're all electronic That's bundles. So where what makes I your go special? To, like, what's different about any of them? I don't know anymore. It used to be, I like this one's leather, and I like this one's handling characteristics, or whatever it is. And it really brought everyone together, because you could, like, uh, someone's wife was like, do you like that? He likes Porsches, and I'm like... They're nice. They're beautiful cars. I'm glad you don't like Ferraris. Like, I wouldn't like you the same way. Even but Porsche like, was a jump for us because we were BMW for so long. And I and totally. your, your whole thing was, oh, well, as long as we get a happy Porsche. And it was like, that is a deciding factor. The Porsche is sort of inherently a happy car because of that Volkswagen heritage and, and DNA. Topless Target just said Porsche looks like Porsche and nothing else. 
I mean, it's with the 911 anyway, right? That's definitely true. And then most of their cars sort of are looking to emulate the 911, at least the Macan for sure. Um, I don't know. I don't even like the new Porsches that much, though. It's not. It's really more just like new design language. What the people want these days is not what <laughs> old-fashioned Jay wants. The, everything seems more economical. Econom- there's a word. Economical versus design-oriented. And it's like... You design people, you guys that love driving are a rare breed now. Yeah, there's that too. You're right, because everything's just video game, video game, video game. For like the last 10 years, cars have been going that direction. Jeff Swart pointed that out to me. And once he explained it to me, once he illuminated my thinking, it's all I can see constantly. It's like, oh, well, of course. They're the market now. You know, that 18 to 34 the bracket or whatever, we're not in that anymore. Now wanting to leave and do stuff, it's like, oh, that's a car. It's not, and like, I love our Fridays. Like, it's an enjoyable adventure. But getting in a car to some people is just getting in a car to do whatever. It's mm-hmm. like, I love being in that car with you, driving. We enjoy it too. I personally don't think Ford should have be allowed to announce a new car until my fucking Bronco gets here. <laughs> How long is is yours delayed, or is it just eight back? months is and it, counting, folks? Eight months and counting. But is it a delay, or is it just this is how long the back order because of they're not making them fast it's enough? It's a chip shortage. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, Ford's like way behind on everything. There is a there there is a thought that maybe. Ford might be shipping vehicles now without all the chips just because there are so many dealerships that have empty lots sitting there. Yeah, they were doing that for a while there. with other cars. And then like, yeah. oh, you, when it gets in, then they'll put in the satellite radio or the door mirror or whatever the heck yeah. it is. Huh. That's weird. And that's another thing. I don't know how I feel about it. Like there's a chip shortage. You're using too many damn chips. Agreed. That's my issue with there. It doesn't mean we should go. Uh, I mean, I guess we need to go find more of whatever the heck it is. But why does every single component need a chip? Every single component is smart, so they all plug together. And I don't think the sum is as good. It's a weird thing to be the the cause of a delay like that. The issues I'm mentioning here today, like, I mean, we, we were almost not on the air because of a ones and zeros issue. I mean, old school me should have been able to plug stuff in and make it work. Right. And... I did. I had to find some digital workaround where I guess I did exactly that. But I don't like that world because this won't work tomorrow. It worked today. It won't right. work tomorrow. It's so weird. Kids, kids know what's up. <laughs> Somebody program my goddamn VCR. <laughs> All those printings make way more sense now. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Oh, the Marconi Museum was here. We talked about you before. Uh, Mason Dean was here. 9-11 Toronado driver. L.A. Car Spotter. Auto Camel. Hello, you guys. Uh, L.A. Car Spotter's having another Cars and Colors um, show. Um, oh, Auto Camel bought a badge. Thanks. I thought the badges were gone. Now they are still there? Because now I can't. We haven't been able to thank people with badges. Usually you thank people for their badges. It hasn't been showing up. I, I get to it on here most of the time. It is working most of the time. No, I get. I thank them mostly on here, but when I there's guests, that. it's hard to throw out. Like when you guys have had such great guests, 
it's been really tough to interrupt the flow that you guys have to thank people for buying badges. So I've been thanking them here, but that's what tonight's about, right? Yeah, and I still appreciate you doing that. Um, it used to be when we would sign off the, the broadcast, there would be a little thing like, oh, you sold four badges for $12 or whatever it is. Would you like to thank your supporters? And you do, and then it takes a little picture here in the studio, and we would do it with the guests or whatever. But it hasn't shown up as an option lately. So, I'm pretty sure that's the chip shortage as well. <laughs> God damn it. I blame Ford. I blame Ford. Um... Did we talk about everything we needed to talk about, the Marconi and everything? I know that I had a big talk nope. with you the other night. Not no. on here you haven't. If you want to do a debrief on the Marconi event, I think tonight is a good night to do it. I don't know. You tell me what we – then you ask us questions because I don't know what we've said and what we haven't said. And, I mean, it was great. It was, on here? Yeah. yeah. Other than the fact that it, it, it happened and it went and it made it, – it, and all that stuff um, – you know, we've seen the pictures that have gone on social media, which looked, in my opinion, nothing short of magical. Oh, thanks, uh, but but I mean, no, from the from the show, the community audience, we haven't talked about that at all. And I think, uh, you know, when you and Fuck. I debriefed about it the other day, holy smokes, what a what a step up. No, I know. So let's do it instead of talking about it. <laughs> we've agreed. I said it was OK. And then do you want to do it? I don't know what yeah. I should talk. I don't know what to say. Is there anything that I Nicole, told you that you, you think anybody would be at interested the Marconi in? Event? Holy fuck! <laughs> There's a little bit of a delay, so I'm going to be quiet. What? Oh, I said Nicole. Did you love the Marconi event? Because you sure look like you did. I did. It was tons of fun to see everyone. I uh, I hoped somebody had a snort count, a snort laugh count, because it looked like there was quite a bit of laughter coming out of you. So. I was around funny people all night. I can't not. The thing that I said to Jay, and maybe you could, uh, maybe you could comment on this, is it was so obvious to me that Jay had connected with the audience in, in such a beautiful way. He was right in the flow. And I compared it to the movie Soul, when somebody gets in the flow. And that's what it seemed like to me, to which he immediately deflected any compliment that I was sending his way. But that's what it sure felt like from my vantage point. You're too good to me, buddy. You're too kind. You're too. So you're, nice. you're I'm just... talking to Nicole about this. <laughs> okay. Good point. I agree so far. Do you have a question? Okay, no, just the fact that he was in the flow and he was doing exactly what he was supposed to be doing and that desk in front of a live crowd with you guys behind it, it just felt really right and uh, the next one's going to be that much better because of all the things you learned about. Is that fair to say? I would agree with you wholeheartedly. Like, I feel like everyone eased into their role once everyone knew what was happening to the audience, the people that came included, like... Keep in mind, these people came to a comedy show. They didn't know what to expect. Yeah. So they can, and they've been to the Marconi, probably a lot of them, but they really didn't know what they were going to see. So when they walked into the room and it was all lit nice and the desk and chairs were up on stage and it was familiar, even though they didn't know what they were, it was a very familiar sight. And then once we told them what the desk and chairs were, that got weird. That got like weirdly magical. It was very cool. There was like a weird ooh and ah that kind of went over the crowd because the pictures were up on the big screen behind us and stuff. That was kind of neat. And I had that moment earlier in the day when I walked in and saw the desk and chairs up on the stage because they weren't even set up properly yet and none of the stuff was on them. None, I, you know, I brought all the props separately. 
but uh, just seeing them up there in the Letterman uh, configuration, that, that was the key. It wasn't just how we have it, which is different. It was in the Letterman way, how this shit was designed to be used. And that was pretty cool. It was. I saw it like that before people went in and filled the room. It was so insanely special. It sounds ridiculous. But yeah, it, was it does sound ridiculous. So nice to see it like that. Um, I think it was just a nostalgic familiarity. It, it, you didn't have to be a Letterman f- f- fanatic like, like some of us are to be like, holy crap, that's amazing. You know, it really, uh, I think, you know, the, it was predominantly older people in the crowd other than a lot of, you know, some of our younger friends. Um, it's an Orange County crowd, you know, um, and a wealthy Orange County crowd at that for the fundraiser. And um, I think there was a sense of nostalgia of like, the, oh, that's so cool. Oh, I bet that's the real mic and mugs and pencils, you know. I don't know. There it was, was, it was a, a weird moment that, that, that did seem cooler than I thought it would be. There was a moment of late night nostalgia in general of like, oh, we're part of something. I th- and that felt really cool. You're really right about that. And I think I told you this too, Mike, that it was our intent to do it, even though we didn't record it like with cameras. We, it was our intent to do it as though it was a fake TV taping. So we did it as, as like, as if, as if it was the old Johnny Carson Tonight Show. And some of these people probably went and saw the old Johnny Carson Tonight Show. But even if not, they're definitely familiar with the format and how it works and yep. the, type of, the type of show it is and how it rolls and what the, you know, what the cadence of it is and how long it's going to be, stuff like that. And uh, I think once we got rolling, they bought into that premise very quickly and easily, yeah. which then made our job easier. It felt like a good hang, like very comfortable acknowledgement of greatness. Yeah, we, and we were uh, we were great. No, just kidding. We we were we were uh, uh, we we had it set up so that uh, I had them pull the stage like six feet closer to the to the tables like in the middle of the de- like with the desk and chairs on them and everything they had to move it all closer because there was like a separation you know how somebody doesn't necessarily know how to set it up themselves they think of what it'll look like and then they go do it and whatever so what i'm trying to get at is once we had it set up when we were doing the actual show like you know the stage was right in front of us and then people right there and that was really cool to me, to be with the people, to be the, to be able to see people's faces and connect with them and smile with them. And, and when somebody would say something funny, one of the comedians would say something funny on the stage, I would, you know, I'm kind of, you got you got a chance to look around the room and watch people react yep. to that funny thing. And then sometimes if they make eyes with you, then you're laughing together at that thing. To me, that was the coolest part. And it is much fun as this all is. And I love digitally talking to everybody. Ooh, I wish we were in a place where we could have even a small studio audience. Because even my high school show had that, and it really makes a difference. I could feel it. Like, the people there. Like, it was a very warm environment. That's it. And then they are, in turn, giving that to you. That's the performer. That's the performance high, you know. Uh, We're not always used to that things take our energy a lot of times but this was the type of thing where people were generously giving their applause and their energy and their love and their affection pretty pretty lucky did you do any crowd work say again did you guys do any crowd work at all no and we talked about maybe you know leaving it uh, open to to do uh once it actually happened it was so dark out in the crowd that 
I didn't. And I think I told you that I had a bunch of cards and a bunch of ideas and a bunch of things that we thought we would do. And on the day, we decided to everybody. I mean, we had the, the, the schedule was like broken down to the minute. So we made sure it was 90 minutes. And on the day, we decided to just wing it. All right, everybody have fun. Like, let's just wing it. We all know what we're here supposed to do. If we strangle it too much, it's not going to be fun for anybody. And the show won't be good. Um, so let's just all try to do this well and all be malleable and all just kind of support each other. And that's what happened. And that turned out surprisingly well. It did. And it, it felt that way. Like for going forward, it was such a nice platform. I think, yeah, all of the performers were very, very grateful to have been asked to do this event like in the beginning it was a favor yeah. like we're asking favors you know hey come do our thing for free you know it's not a paying gig good food though good food <laughs> and if you like cars <laughs> you're in luck um, but yeah they all loved it like, thank well you so and that was the moment in our conversation that was the moment in our conversation Jay where I said it's like soul and you were in you were in the flow uh, in the zone um, because at the end of the day, also, you know, you said you threw the blue cards away because you just kind of felt it. You went where you instinctually wanted to go. And yet tight as a drum, 90 minutes still, right? Yeah. Amazingly. Yeah, it was. We started eight, the show started late, not because of us, because of the room, the dessert, whatever. We didn't want to do it with clanking plates. So we started at 8.07 and we ran until 9.37. I mean, like that was impressive even to me that I'd timed the show out yeah. that well and that everybody did their part to make sure we got it. That but, was cool. But again, throwing out the schedules would allow us to do that because I know how to do a 90-minute show. I know how the pieces are in my head. No one can see that, but I know where the pieces are. So as it was going, it was like, oh, seven blue cards, six, five, four, three. Oh, we're on the last blue card. I can't believe we're almost done with this thing. It felt like when it started, we were both so nervous, like, oh, let's just get through it. Let's just get through it. In my experience, that comes down to trust of the host. So I feel like you were trusted. I appreciate that. I felt it. I felt trusted. I mean, I don't. Nobody. I didn't feel like anybody was trying to tell me what to do. Hey, you do this better, you dumb dick. I didn't get that vibe from anyone. No. Like everyone felt really safe and supported. Here's what I told Mike, and I'll just tell you guys. It was, um, you know, we had all these intentions of what we were going to do. I did, at least, as the host. And. Um, the moment Ariel introduced me, well, first of all, everything was weird. Remember, they like we weren't ready. They started it without us, whatever that. All that stuff will be improved in the future. But, uh, but we we winged it and we did it. And, and as Ariel introduced me, and I, I had the things set up in my mind that I wanted to go through my own little you know bullet points. Um, I had this weird whim of you know what I'm going to, like Segura will do, or like those guys, they'll walk out with their phone for the social media to get the yeah. audience, and I just weirdly on a whim. I think because I took a picture of Ariel and then boom, she introduced me. I just did it again. And that was what broke the plan. Immediately, before I was even on stage, the plan was broken. So I will say, I guess it was my willingness to break my own plan. I'll take credit for that. But that's it. The rest was we, we winged it. We, we, we winged it. Okay, and, and but in lucky. that winging it, in that winging it and trusting yourself, uh, stayed professional yet had the um, there was the potential for emotion to overcome you, especially at the very beginning it of it. It did, though, right? 
That's exactly yeah. what happened. Oh, you are a good host. That's exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened. Uh, um, you know, I did do the thing, and I did the social media, and then I put my phone down, and um, I think I, I think I did get ch- choked up, or I screwed up a word, or something like that. And instead of trying to like cover, like I would, it's normal to do. I think I just stopped to take a breath. Um, good lesson for everybody, by the way, <laughs> myself included. And uh, it was weird. I I just told everybody. (laughs) It was like I stopped what I was saying and I just said, you don't know how special this is to to us. Like this is our, we just started this thing. This is our first one. You're all here. We haven't even done it. And we already feel like we have achieved so much just because we got to this point. And I think it was just simply, you know, getting getting caught up in the moment forgetting what i was doing and saying and then telling them why and just bringing them on my own little journey i guess maybe and and being willing being willing to be embarrassed in that moment cuz i i mean i got emotional i mean i got a little choked up i didn't like start crying but i definitely welled up a little bit and they saw it <laughs> all good <laughs> I think I just said something about you, though, and then deflected the attention, and then they all started applauding, and ah, easy. Apparently, I That's the professional coming out. Yeah, that was a weird one, though. That was an interesting lesson, because if that helped set the tone for things, uh, then it is a lesson. Um. I think it w- it went against everything to kind of to to do. It goes against all the th- you want to cover. You want to oh, don't let them see my belly. <laughs> you know, especially yeah, on stage with that. a spotlight and a microphone. Like, Ugh. you can see me. I'm naked. That's how it felt. Naked at school. Yeah, but the the crowd was amazing. I mean, again, I mean, we're just so lucky. I can't believe it. I still can't believe it. And I shouldn't be this way. We worked very hard to make that happen. I shouldn't be like I can't believe it worked out. <laughs> I said, people, whatever, this is something for, we'll do a podcast, a therapy podcast at some point, but like how fucking, how tortured was my internal life, my whole life, if the last couple years is when I started living it. And I don't mean to make this about me. This is a lesson for everyone. Yeah. Because I think what I just said about me applies to you as well. Oh, yeah. And I think a lot of other people who are in the dark until something enlightens them. I would agree with you. I think, <laughs> But I'm still so amazed every time something works out, something wonderful that we work towards where people are supporting us. I'm like, oh, I can't believe it. <laughs> That's, we should get over that. Yeah, but I feel like we're needed in that world right now. Like, Oh, don't lose it? Stay, stay, stay amazed like I am? I don't think you will. I don't think you'll always share it as frequently but like not enough people have that people seem the to take a lot for granted and they expect good things because they think they're great yeah well <laughs> that's not us <laughs> i don't feel that way about myself i'm always I'm, I'm grateful when we get great things for being great but i don't feel like we're great i feel like we're trying our best and I feel like we both fail every day. We're not great yet, but we work really hard. That's all we can do. That's all anyone it. can do. I'll take it. I'll take that and all my IP addresses. 
this car. <laughs> Do I have to wait till October when the new iOS 16 happens before this works? Oh, hang on. Sorry. Some comments here. Uh, Foghorn, what do you all think about the new electric Dodge Charger with, elect with engine sound effects? Um, I mean, two different questions there. Uh, I, I like the look of it. It's all good. I like electric cars. All good. Engine sound effects, everybody's doing it. They're all doing it. They're all just doing different versions of it. Congrats for the big show. Big achievement. Thank you, Retro Cars Forever. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, Sean Bishop called it Achievement Unlocked. I thought that was a clever way to put it. Yeah. Retro Cars. And, dude, I get it. Conscious living is a huge step. That's a journey. That's it. Conscious living, perhaps. I don't know if it's just that, though. I don't think I used to live... I've always been a pretty grateful person. Like, I really have always been appreciative of the things that I've had because I didn't always have things, nice things. So why would I be more I can't figure it out. Again, we got to therapize It's this the one. vulnerability to... piece. You think? Grateful and vulnerability are two different things. And I think the vulnerability piece, when you, oh. when you step into the vulnerability side of things, uh, I think it changes, it adds a dimension. Interesting. Uh, so previously in my life, it was always the ego driving, so it wouldn't show the vulnerability, right? Because it's trying to protect, you know, the, the big S on my chest or whatever. It's, it's all fake, right, that we all put on. I put my shirt on, my super shirt on, so you can't hurt me. It's fake. Yeah. It and all then, went through my head when you said it. I was like, oh, it's all facade. Facade, yeah. Yeah. All right, thank you for that. That was that was interesting. So the vulnerability factor. Well, that was what I said was, for me, was a lesson during the show, the live show. So that's it. I should just cry my eyes out from here on out and just tell everybody, like, <laughs> here's why I'm emotional. Today. I think it's conscious, aware, intelligent vulnerability, but the vulnerability is the key to the connection. There's no question about that. Yeah. Or a connection anyway. You could do it with the ego by being all spectacular and woo and tricks and everything, but... But when you connect in a vulnerable way with people, I mean, my God, that is a special thing. I also find that the, 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 the smoke and mirrors thing is not, um, it's not sustainable. You can't, it's, it's, it is a facade. So the facade will eventually deteriorate. That's what mimes do. Mimes? <laughs> like mimes? Yeah. Yeah, they got little tricks. They don't ever connect with an audience like, uh, you know, with real personality. They're just, it's surfacey. It's just little tricks. <laughs> and that's what mimes do. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm done asking questions. Uh, you, you, you oh, hit no, all the I, things oh, that okay. I was hoping you would hit. I, I think that you, I'm grateful that you did that because I wouldn't have thought of those things. This is my problem. You can't, if you want good content from me on the show, nobody can talk to me off the show because if I think I've said it, I don't want to say you it. You won't go near it at all. Right. I'm the wor right. I'd be the worst stand-up comic to hear ever. That, though. Great waiter, though. Yeah, I'd be a great waiter. Yeah, I know what you're having. Waiter. <laughs> the usual, right? Waiter. Oh, I thought you said waiter. <laughs> that too, but like, waiter. Oh, that's so funny. Because you think about everything, and most people don't. We talked about this yesterday. I think I think too much. Well, I wouldn't say that he doesn't think enough, but we, we both came to a place where like, oh, he thinks about it quickly and then acts really quickly. And I think about things too long and then sometimes miss opportunities because I didn't act quickly enough. You know yeah. what I mean? So we were saying, we had this conversation just last night. I feel like that the might happy be medium is, is where an we astrology moon thing to be all 
heady, but like that's what it sounds like to me. What? Moons are like emotional feelings versus intellect or just sun and cognitive thought. So it sounds like a moon difference. I don't know his moon. You're a cancer man. Oh, you're saying that the behavior that we're exhibiting may be reflective of the sign and the star sign and everything. Yeah, I see. When's your birthday, Mike? What's your sign? I'm a cuddly Pisces. I love the peace and love and all I that don't stuff. know what is that is moon sign. I'm oh, I see. Sure. Do you know what your moon, oh. moon sign is? Show us your moon. I can find that out. I've got it written down somewhere. Show us your moon. You're a Pisces? I'm a Pisces. Very much so. Oh, very much so. Yes. I know what you mean by that. I'm a Virgo, very much so. <laughs> what are the Pisces yeah, characteristics? I mean that. I mean, if you look at the Virgo characteristic, oh, anal very, retentive, fucking very, perfectionist, all that's, it's me to a T. Very Virgo. What's what's yep. the uh, what's the be good the go to for Eric? If I may, it's a two ways. It's a partnership sign, and it's very emotional. So that relationship is my driving force, and and, yep. and emotion is yep the whole nine yards. You betcha. And that's all Pisces. I mean, that's a that's a derivative of the Pisces sign. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I gotta do more research because I find that um, I mean. I read my shit because she got me into it. Like, so I'll read the Virgo stuff. And then I've done it enough now where I'm like, geez, it's pretty, it's kind of impressive how it all sort of does work. If you do anything long enough and you zoom out, like, oh, well, the patterns are there. Um, but I don't know enough about it to then expand and like, oh, there are 11 other signs you should probably learn about. I'm like, I just follow the horoscope thing, that, the, 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 whatever. That's the other There's thing. There's an app. There's an app called The Pattern. That will blow your mind. Uh, if you, you put in your birthday, including like the time that you were born and all of that, and it it breaks out this entire profile thing, and then you can put people who you have relationship with, or you can connect similar to like a social media deal. Uh, it sounds and more like uh, Forever spooky. 21 or whatever that DNA thing is. 23 and me. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Sounds like that DNA thing because then it's like, oh, well, you got an aunt in Wichita. Can I can tell because you know th th she's got the same. It uh, requires as you. talking to people. I'm good. See, Whoa. this pattern doesn't. This pattern doesn't. Uh, but you can, okay. if you connect with people who are in the pattern as well, it will tell you how you and those people interact and may sometimes also uh, butt heads. Mm -hmm. It's a, it's incredibly insightful, but just even personally for me, without any of the connection crap, uh, <laughs> it will suddenly give me a, a notice of some sort and say, you may be feeling this today. And I just kind of look at it and I look around to see if there are cameras that are loading into this thing. It's a crazy app. It's called the pattern. I highly recommend it. Yeah. I'll check it out for my own stuff. I don't know if I need to interact with any other wackos. <laughs> Because if, if, if once the thing knows who I am, it's going to go, oh, there's a lot of other people like you. And it's like, oh, we don't need that. No, it, we don't it need doesn't that. do that. <laughs> it doesn't do that. It doesn't do that. You should know so-and-so. Yeah. Like, no, you're both good. weird in this way. Yeah, like, no. Oh, no, but I'd rather be alone when I do it. I have yeah. the same no, no, no. birthday do as Ariel's brother. She's like, you guys are probably similar. I didn't even know she had a sibling. 
Yeah, they don't get along. And now I have the same birthday, the same year, so we have the same moon. She's like, oh, I bet there's something to do that. I'm like, maybe. Topless Tucker says, I feel like the 997 is the last Porsche you can work on as an individual, almost like the kind of last analog. Uh, it depends on what you're looking at, right? Because it is the last analog in some ways. Sorry, to, is that right? I switched it. Um, Tim the tool man here. I'm watching too much home improvement. <laughs> That's what it is. That's right, Jill. Now, back to the... <laughs> Uh, I, I mean, I agree with you because, you know, we have a, a Gen 1 uh, 997, and uh, that's as new as we would go. Um, yeah, it's the last one with the, the hydraulic power steering, right? So, I mean, you can look at it that way. Uh, um, but meanwhile, it's it's not the last of a lot of things. You know, it's water-cooled. It's not air-cooled. It's, uh, um, it's not direct injection, though, which is kind of nice. So you can play with it with less help from a computer than you than you would with the later ones um i don't know i i mean i definitely agree with you because we we work on ours you know i don't know i don't know if i'd call it the last analog i mean the 996 is more analog than that 993 more than that i mean each generation becomes less and less um i feel like people say the 991 one before they went turbocharged as long as it's got a naturally aspirated well maybe that's the end of it you know so each each generation something something gets lost what did you all think about the new electric oh we did that one oh geez oh. the new mustang doesn't register i'm not the target market however it comes with a manual then i'm on board and it does auto kennel good point andy fletcher's here john henri is here uh and john henri is here which is a good time to talk about uh gbbc stuff Oh, yeah, and I forgot. I've got a giveaway here for this shirt. It's, uh, it was uh, given to us by uh, Paul Novotny, and uh, we each have one, and uh, we love it. And this one was, oh, shoot. Mm. Well, I need one more iPhone. <laughs> My iPhone's up there, and it has the randomized generator thing for the, it was going to pick a winner. Ha! <sighs> Well, you know what? I think because this is a medium, I think that our good friend Manuel C3 Films, I think he won this. Yeah, pretty sure. Yeah, that's what it was. I think it was MC3. Uh, you've won this. So there you go. Congratulations to Manuel Carrillo, MC3 Films, for winning this beautiful Newcomb's uh, Ranch and uh, yellow car uh, shirt made by Paul Novotny. I can't wait to see him in that. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I'm sorry, everything everything I do starts strong and just fucking... Anyway, uh, our friend Jan Karam, this is her line of stuff. Uh, this, is a, this is a shirt she left in the desk the other day uh, from the, the big event. And um, if, if I don't want to give it away. I, I, I want to give it back to her, but I want you to buy stuff from her. So go to jancaram.com and uh, get yourself one of these. Let's do it shirts. Is that what it said? Let's do it. Get it. Get it. Get it. Get it. She's adorable and hilarious. I'm so grateful she did the show. If you don't know Jen Karam, uh, follow her comedy. It's very funny. She's been around for a while. I don't want to – it sounds – I hate bringing this up because she's so lovely. But she was on the Carson Tonight Show <laughs> and killed. <laughs> um, you wouldn't know she was that old by looking at her. That sounds terrible. God damn it. You wouldn't know she was of that. <laughs> ah! Ah! <laughs> anyway, the 111 shirt, good old GVBC shirt, and the GVBC hat, all available from Dual Shift. 
the guards rad over at Dualshift. D-U-E-L-S-H-I-F-T or Dualshift.com. And Jen Karam is young and lovely. And <laughs> while she was on the Carson Tonight Show, you would never know it. Also, Seinfeld, obviously, you know, Seinfeld, the, it was called, I the say the, but the, it was called the switch, it was called the switch, but it is the menage a trois episode, of course, you are right about that, the switch, and it's, uh, Jerry's got a girlfriend, but he likes the girlfriend's roommate more, oh. and George is like, well, you could try to pull right. off the, anyway, great episode. I've got it. What do you got? No, George. He comes in the apartment and he says, "I've got it." And that, he that's uh, comes right. up that's with the right. whole plan. Yeah, that's right. And and you're right. Yeah, yeah. And the whole point is, uh, you can't pull off the switch, but he thinks the way to do it is to couple up, do the menage a trois. I believe it's pronounced menage a trois. Anyway, very funny episode. Uh, also, Kirby. Oh, it went very well. She's, She's on into Kirby. it. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. The the thought was that she would be offended by the notion, and he could just move on to the. Yeah, that's great. She's into it. Good stuff. Ugh. Does anybody here watch Seinfeld currently? Like, I know we all grew up with it in the '90s, but is anybody still watching it? No. I watch it on Netflix sometimes. You do in the background. I, I yep. saw it, uh, uh, you know, we're watching the old TV, and I told you Home Improvement, and my complaint about Home Improvement on Hulu is the quality is shite. I mean, it's like... Do they 16 like, by 9 it? It's not even that. It's just, it's no, it's still, it's the first season, so they're 4-3, and they're yeah. not, um, they're not, it looks like I copied off of VHS from, from home. They've not been remastered or anything like that. And uh, I don't know what the reason is. I would imagine that, they, I mean, it was syndicated for years, but maybe they didn't remaster and maybe they never did DVDs and Blu-rays like Seinfeld? Oh, maybe. Because Seinfeld, you know, they, they keep trans, um, doing the, what do you call that? Whatever. They keep... The digital transfer on Seinfeld looks transfer. good, but they did an artificial 16 by 9 on it. It's And you can tell it's artificial. Like, I'd rather it's 4 by 3. Well, so, it, it depends on which show, too, because some shows, like... Like shows as old as Dallas, and I only know this because I worked with the UPM for years and years and years. They were protecting for what became HD, 16.9, even back then in the 80s. So they would make sure C-stands and stuff were out because they shot in an unmatted form that was then matted to be what we saw on television. So there are some shows where it's, it's, it's not uh, pan and scan, which is, I think, the artificial... Yes. Kind of, they've taken the, they put margins on it basically so that it fits. Um, some shows, and I thought Seinfeld was one of them, where they actually they opened the mat instead of closing it. Where I thought we saw more image than less. Is am I wrong about that? That could be, but it was very different than the the DVD set anyway. If you look at what's on Netflix, and then I had the Seinfeld season whatever on DVD, yes. which was still four by three. They do yes. look very different. Yes. Okay. It'd be interesting to see what, which has, you know, if it's more this or that. Because some shows, um, for sure, it's what he's talking about, where you lose image because they just chopped it in order to live within that fourteen, that 16.9. And that's a bummer to me because often you're losing. It's whatever the director intended is, is how it should be seen. I've noticed that, too. I've accidentally blown things up, and it's like 
That's not right. Like I, I notice when the text goes below the screen, and I know there's way more that I'm missing. Hmm. I don't know what you're talking about. I think you might be accidentally zooming in on the Apple TV, and then it does that, and then it's cutting it off. These are all formatted, so the captions are still there and everything. Yes, I'm just visually it's similar, but oh, it's the same problem. It's just where where down the line it happens. I think yours is happening at the user level. <laughs> it is. I, I'm from Matt. So I'm from, I, I, you're the only one that seems surprised by how dumb I can be. Oh, I don't. No, I was not. I was not saying or trying to imply that I'm you were dumb. I'm admitting it. No, I'm. No, well then I'm going to disagree. We're all disagreeing now. Now we're going to fight about it. Um. All right. Real quick. Let's see here. Let's do a. Uh, and and by the way, that guy said all super hard in modern day life, but worth trying to achieve. Amen to that, brother. Let's do a quick TBT just because it's been a while. Um, the heat wave seems to have finally broken here in Los Angeles. And because I've already had my birthday, that means it's the end of the year because it's very quickly going to happen. Halloween, Thanksgiving, and Christmas. So TBT, roll it out.
don't even know her. Oh. What? <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> Good I know that beautiful piece of footage brings up a question. If I was sick and living down the street from you, Jay, what kind of soup would you make me? Um, well, it's interesting you say that because I just did that <laughs> for both Ariel and Sean. We're both sick, and I just made them that soup. Uh, it's kind of the only soup I make. I can make other soups, but that's the one I choose to make. It's one that my dad used to make, my grandmother used to make. Um, it's one of those soups that it will get you better if you're sick, and it will prevent you from getting sick if everyone else is sick. And so we made us, I, I made us a batch the other day because Ariel and Sean got sick individually, completely separately after uh, the, the Marconi show. So I said, oh boy, we better, you know, get a hold of this. I'll make some soup. And then after a couple of days, Sean and Ariel both got worse. I think they, I don't know, but I think they might've gotten the big thing. Anyway, uh, so I made sure to make another batch and then we delivered it to them. So it was the, it was, it was that indeed the same, very same soup, which was kind of, both ironic that it was in this video. Also, I just told you about the Jay's mom show, and there was that clip in that show. So that was that was weird too. Um, it's pepperoni. It's chick. It's a chicken soup, but with spicy pepperoni and loads of vegetables and garbanzo beans and stuff like that. It's very. Um, <laughs> what did Ariel say? Robust. It's very robust. It's very tasty. Yeah, I love it. Same. Outstanding. So it would be that kind, unless you wanted something different, and then I'd make you something different. But it's funny no, no, you no, said I, I'm not a soup delivery kind Valley of guy, recipe. but I did just do it this week. <laughs> Dad's family recipe sounds good to me. We're going to milk this right up to the 90-minute mark, aren't we? Um, well, it's a good opportunity to thank you all and ask you to follow uh, New Life of Old Nicole over here. You got the Letterman podcast over there. Um, I'm Cars and Comedy, 111, or show. And uh, he's Shazam, Mike, too, as well. And, uh, and we got the Late Night Play set. Don't forget that. You got your Autoimmunity Foundation. Don't forget that. There's good vibes if you want to follow that. Don't forget that. Um, I'm amazed, by the way, at the Good Vibes um, Instagram account that has, to this day, never made a post and has almost 5,000 followers. Thank you to everybody. It's That's funny too. really cool. There's a lot of up and down on that one, too, because like so many people follow it, and then some people unfollow it because I think they realize, like, oh, there's not, not going to be anything here. <laughs> it's, it's not a placeholder. Like, it is what it's going to be, and that's all it is. And if you want to follow it, fine. And if you don't, fine. <laughs> Makes no difference to me. But I'm amazed that 5,000 people uh, know about it. And then our guest the other day, Ron Paulson, on his way out, because he's a car guy too. He was here with Fireball Tim. On his way out, he said, uh, oh, well, we'll see you, whatever. And I said, well, come back, come back. Or come up the mountain some Friday. And he goes, oh, oh, is that the thing up at Ibabomba? He had already heard about it. Not from us. From another guest. Yeah, sure. And a friend of ours. Yeah, Phil. That Phil guy, yeah. Phil Morris, that Phil guy. Yeah, Jackie Childs. So cool. Anything else? Not me. <laughs>
I think the longer we don't say anything, the more uncomfortable it'll make Jay. I don't. You're wrong. (laughs) (laughs) And I wasn't. The more uncomfortable other people get, the more comfortable Jay gets. That's the first rule of Jay. (laughs) Ask anyone. That was a Conan line. Was it? Yeah, when we were sitting there in silence, I said, "The more, uh, the the longer we don't say anything, the more uncomfortable oh, it will geez. make Jay." I thought you meant me, this Jay. No, he means Jay Leno. When Conan was on Letterman to talk about, in fact, to not talk about, that's all they talked right. about. Um, I never heard back from. Uh, you know, I asked Jay to do the. The I invited him. I said, "I know how busy you are, but we'd be grateful if you know." And uh, and I never heard back. And then I did a follow-up, and I never heard back. Well. Just FYI. It's nothing against Jay Leno. I mean, I just, I know that we used to see him every week, and we had a very nice thing, and he came over. And then I know that I said some stuff on the Mike podcast over there, the, the Letterman podcast. And uh, and I also know that Jay watches all this stuff. <laughs> so... <laughs> so... So it's possible I burned a bridge. It is what it is. I'm not worried about it. Uh, everything will work out exactly how it's supposed to. And from my experience, even though I'm a Dave guy in that whole thing, from my experience, Jay Leno is awfully fucking nice. So I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to say what somebody out there is going to say I was saying. Uh, we did the GVBC stuff, plug the dual shift. I think we did it all, didn't we? We talked about the new Mustang. What I else could we so. possibly do? This Sorry, has been everybody. a great show. What? Are you kidding? Calm, mellow, completely different from the previous ones. Uh, a nice little chapter break so we can get back to the breakneck guests and all of that. There was a time when I liked these ones better because, like, you don't have to do anything. You know, it's <laughs> just kind of whatever. But once you get better at this and then you then you have a couple that are good because the guests are good and you, you shut up for once and whatever. Um then it begins, it begins to, it's like, it's like being an alcoholic. Like, well, I got three days strung together. Why would I drink on day four? You want to keep, keep going, you know? So I, I guess now that we're, whatever this was, it feels a slightly less p- professional. So I think that's where you get this version of Jay. <laughs> like, oh, we're not being professional? Cool. I mean... That's a good way of looking at it. I also think it's nice to take a deep breath every once in a while and just, it's like a Ferris Bueller thing. We watched that recently and I definitely agree with that uh, sentiment. Life moves pretty quick. If you don't stop and look around every once in a while, you could miss it. I was waiting for it. There it is. That's exactly right. And life's been moving pretty damn quick for the show lately. Well, yeah, I guess. I appreciate you saying that, and I appreciate you saying that the other day, too, and other people are saying it, too, but to me, it feels like it was a breakneck pace where everything was a blur to make it to get that one thing done, and now we did, and now I'm like, well, I guess I got a plan for the next bunch of stuff, because I know we got to build a time. We still haven't said that here, have we? (laughs) Have we said that here officially? I don't think we have. I don't think so. Oh, there you go. At the show, you announced it, right? Yeah. Yeah. I still want to talk to the Marconis and actually, uh, you know... I mean, they're very on board, but I want to have, like, it signed, sealed, and delivered before I start talking about it on the show. But definitely other stuff is happening, too. The Ghostbuster stuff they already know about. We're definitely building an Ecto-1A, and it sounds like it sounds like it, 
It sounds like it won't have an opportunity to end up at the Marconi Museum like we had originally thought. It sounds like it will possibly, and this is like a pinch me kind of thing, it might end up at Sony with the rest of the real Ectos. Whoa. You're on the like, Ghost Squad. Like on the lot at Ghost Corp, yeah. Whoa. That would you're be, the Ghost that, Corp, yeah. That would be pretty sick. That's pretty neat. Um, you know, we'll see how the project turns out. I know that it will be perfect when it's done. I'm not worried about that. So assuming we achieve that goal, they're they're going to want it. They're already interested. So, yeah, it sounds like that's going to happen. In which case, we may need to build another Ecto for the Marconi. In which case, the Marconi should be looking for a 59-millimeter right now. Get that coach in the works because it'll be much easier and cheaper if we just ghostbuster it for you and don't have to restore it. You have your own people for that. Good to know. Build the coach, and we will build the Ecto. And they will come. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I think we did it. I feel good about this. We kept it on the rails. I think the cameras recorded the whole time. None of the IP addresses dropped. Does it feel any different in here to you, other than the energy that I've put in here today? It feels more open. Yeah, I changed all of the lighting in here while the desk and chairs were out, so I could access everything. So I, while it doesn't, you wouldn't notice it any different to anybody else. I changed fucking almost everything in here, and the result is somehow, like always, it became more spacious. I feel that. Good job. <laughs> Thanks. Canada Mike, host of the Letterman podcast. Thank you so much for being here. As always, really, really appreciate you, sir. Um, Peace and love. I love you both very, very much. Thanks. Mutual. Mutual. Uh, thank you, everybody, to who watched tonight and always. Um, go back and watch the uh, Christian James Hand episode. Man, that is maybe one of my favorite episodes in modern times. Uh, and then follow it up with the, the, the Rob Paulson Fireball Tim episode from the other day. That was great, too. Yeah. These party shows are really like, I like that a lot, where there's two people here that are friends and then it just becomes a whole little thing. That was super fun. Those guys are great. Oh, I threw all the cards away. There's a lot of love coming from St. Clair Insurance tonight, just so you know. Oh, on the, good, on good, the good. Thanks, lots of love. Like, we lots played, of it. They're, yeah, lots of it. We've been playing phone tag with Jeff St. Clair and St. Clair Insurance, but we love that. And you see their building right back there in the Arts District. Um, it's beautiful. It's be beautiful. We'll get you a tour over there one one of these days. Mike, when you're back in L.A., when you visit, we'll bring you over there. and show, We'll take you to Magnus' shops down there and the, the dual shift facility, Sticky Vapes over there, and St. Clair Insurance, as you can see. I cannot wait for all of the things that are coming, but I am very grateful in the present moment. We have to then plan another live show, too, because the Marconi's going to want us back soon, and I don't want to do it only there, too, because we have to do it at the Motoring Club. We have to do it at the Porsche dealership. We have to do it at a couple of Porsche dealerships. We have to do it at uh, Greg Grumberg's place um, around the corner at his facility. So There's another room, too, isn't there? Or are we not talking about that? Uh, not yet. Again, same thing. Sign okay. sealed delivered. Okay, okay, okay. I used to do what you do, which is like the moment we get a bite on something, I would go tell people, and then nine out of ten things don't ever fucking materialize, and then it's like, well, but you said you were doing whatever, and okay, fair enough. We've just we've just learned our lesson on that one, and it's not for everybody, but like, oh God, so many things I blew by saying it too early, and then either somebody else goes and does it, or just whatever, it didn't work out. I did that all the time professionally, and it's like I never learned until I saw it on the show, and it's like, just shut your mouth. Yeah. 
Being, we all did it. We all do it. I think it's until you learn the lesson, it's just natural. Because it's you want to share. You want to share, especially in the thing where we're like, you're trying to build an audience and you want to tell the secret. You want to tell people the thing that you can't tell the people. Yeah. <laughs> you put the jello pudding in the pot. <laughs> I don't know why I turned into a fucking Bill Cosby impersonation. <laughs> You see my Louis C.K.? Like, who else can't we talk about? Jeez. Oh, I've got impressions. <laughs> Here's my O.J. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, all right. We love everybody. I love you. We love you, uh, Canada Mike, up there in the Letterman Podcast Land studio. Uh, uh, big things coming up for him, too, as well, by the way. Check out the episode tomorrow. But big things coming up for the Letterman Podcast. He's building a new studio. There's, there's just great shit happening. Uh the only holdup on the Letterman Podcast Network is that it's in development. We're still trying to figure out what the frig to make it because we have all these ideas, yep. but we gotta we have to uh, hone it down into you know a little bit of a tighter foil ball than just it's everything because <laughs> it's easy to do that. It's easy to be like, well, that would fit and that would fit and that would fit. So we're working on it, but it's in process. Yep, in That's process. absolutely amazing. Uh, we love everybody. Thank you very much for watching. Uh, please love one another. And we'll see you out there. Stay tuned for Tom Snyder. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.